episode 56 of the Have a Little Hollow Travel podcast, take two. Um, we had recorded, I'm Kevin Allen, by the way, your uh, co-host with me, as always. Oh, Catherine Todd Fox. Um, we're having all kinds of like Monday difficulties today. We're having some fun issues going on. Yeah, we had recorded uh, episode uh, number 56 with Melissa Cheng. Um, and then my computer ate it uh, because we had some technical difficulties. I won't get into the nitty gritty of it because it's really boring and very frustrating. But here we are, we're recording another episode of episode 56. Um, bit of a pivot in subject. Last time with Melissa, we talked about food because she knows everything about local. And we'll get her back on, by the way. We will get her yeah, back on. Yeah, it, that was a really good episode. Let's re-record that one. If you don't remember, Melissa Chang was on the second episode of the Have a Little Hollow Travel podcast back in March of 2019. Uh, which shows that we've been doing this for a while. And you know what? The only other episode we lost, I'm pretty proud to say this, the only other episode that I've lost is the one with David Croxford. I was going to say, I remember that. And uh, we did, I think we recorded that one as well. Um, you did, but not with me, because I couldn't make it. You couldn't make record. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty proud about that. Um, anyways, <laughs> we're, you know, we're going to hit schedule. We're going to release on Monday, which it is today. We're actually recording our podcast on the day that it's going out, something that we do, do not normally do. Um, anyways, um, this episode, <laughs> this time, uh, version two, we're going to be talking about Oahu during the summertime because spring kind of on its way out. April's almost over May, I guess. But then, you know, once June rolls around, it really is, is summer in Hawaii, um, which is, I would say one of the island's best seasons, um, specifically because there's a lot of really fun surf to be had in town. If you live in town like me um, and cat, yeah. but um, yeah, I don't know. Do you like summer cat? I, well, I mean, I like, yeah, summer is my favorite season only because it reminds me of being a kid and having summer breaks and not being in school, whatever. But we don't get but summer probably, breaks. Huh? Do we get summer break? Do I get two no. months off? You're like an adult. You've just become an adult. Shucks. You've lost your summer privileges, but I think you're right. Like, Hawaii definitely shows off in the summertime, right? We've kind of moved out of our wet season, yeah. which I, you know, I do like to a certain degree, but um, plumeria trees are in full bloom in the summer. Mango trees are in, you know, mangoes are in season um, and people are out and about and it's sunny. You always complain about the heat. Okay. But, um, to be fair, the heat does get very bad. Like, yeah. uh, like it's, it's well known that like once, uh, it's actually last year it happened really late like August once August rolled around it got unbearably humid um, actually man my favorite season might be this spring because we've had incredible weather um, these past past couple of months um, but yeah you're right it kind of moves out of our like wet season that we've had right now um, kind of gets into our dry season yeah I know there's a bit of a tangent already but do you have a least favorite season oh um at least you know not that I don't like spring, but I feel like, cause I'm kind of a, I like the winter months. I like, um, I like going into like the holidays cause I'm big into Christmas. Yeah, for sure. So, and I feel like January through March, like there's no holidays. Yeah. And I remember being in school and you're like, Oh, this is like a long <laughs> stretch of school. Yeah. Like I didn't really like spring semester either in college, but I don't think that has anything to do with the weather. I think it's just like, like, I don't like, Tuesdays. I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean? Yeah, you get like you're off the, you're done with Christmas and New Year's, whatever yeah. vacation you've had is over, and then it's mm -hmm. like, 
I feel like those are the months I definitely forget the easiest. Like January through like April is pretty much yeah. just like a flash in the pan for me. Um, yeah. Yeah, but summer's great. Uh, summer is a lot of fun, um, especially if you live in town. But I think this episode we're going to talk about some of the reasons why why we love summer. Um, you know, specifically we've we've done features in Hawaii magazine about summer. Um, if you, geez, it was our last year. Our what was what do we call that? Our summer issue. We just called it the yeah. summer issue. Um, we have we had a really great photo gallery of visions of summer. We called it um, that were photos taken by some really fantastic local photographers, um, and that's up on the website now. So I'll I'll put that in the show notes just if you want to get an idea, a general idea of uh, of what summer looks like in Hawaii. Um, Kat, what is where is your favorite beach to go to during the summertime? Oh, that's not really fair. Well, the thing about is summer it Waikiki? You well, okay, I'll tell there, okay, there's, it's a complicated answer. Let's talk about so, it. Summer is interesting because, like you mentioned, there is surf in town, and that's great because we're townies, but it also makes the North Shore really beautiful because it's not like you can just swim in Waimea Bay in the winter months. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. But in the summertime, I mean, it's just this like glassy bay, and you can go snorkeling like at um, three tables and not worry about dying. I mean, so it makes the North shore is, is super to me inviting during the summer months. If you're not an avid surfer or if you're just For like sure. terrified of large waves, like some people. <laughs> um, so it makes, I think it makes the, like all beaches on Oahu are just like great conditions. Yeah. Um, and I think for it... anybody, but, but summertime there, you know, we definitely have an influx of visitors Oh yeah, and kids are out of school. Oh yeah. So, beaches are way more crowded than they would be like right now. And this is the first summer, um, because last summer we were on a lockdown. I mean, we're not, not a lockdown, we were on a shutdown. I remember and, going yeah. to the beach and not seeing, because you, we could still surf and be in the water, but even right, right when lockdown happened, not a lot of people wanted to do that, except for me, apparently. Because I remember going to Alamona Beach Park, which is normally one of our most packed beaches, and literally not seeing a single soul on the sand which yeah. will never happen again in my lifetime. Oh. It no. was, it was but, uncanny. I mean, I surfed in Waikiki, like all through the, and you could access the water th th like via the beach, but you couldn't lounge on the beach. And it was so weird to like, <laughs> to be sitting in the water and you're looking at Waikiki beach in the middle of the day. And you're like, there's no one here. Yeah. It's so weird. So this is our, um, our first summer back since then. And, you know, obviously the visitors have returned. We've seen a, a pretty, a pretty huge spike in, in numbers of visitors daily. Um, right. and yeah, so, I mean, like, are you, is Waikiki still going to be your, your go-to beach? Oh, I mean, yeah. You love Waikiki. I mean, I'm still, I, you're I still surf there. You know, it's funny because I used to love Waikiki because I really enjoyed the buzz. Like, there were so many people and yeah. things to do. And I think COVID really changed a lot of people who live in tourist destinations, right? Like, visitor destinations. For sure. I'm sure you could ask, yeah, you could ask anybody who lives anywhere near a beach. And they're like, ooh, it's so nice when there was no one here. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I was just down in wait. I mean, I'm down in Waikiki all the time, but recently <laughs> I went to have dinner at the Moana surf rider at the beach house and they just reopened. And, you know, as much as, you know, people might complain about crowded beaches and, and whatever. I remember I walked out, um, not, a, not close to sunset way before, a little before sunset. So there were lots of people like sitting on the beach 
and there's music at the beach bar at the Moana with the big banyan tree. Yeah. It just turned on the twinkle lights. And I just thought, man, I remember like this was, this is the allure of Waikiki, like For hearing sure. music, seeing people relaxing on the beach, people drinking their Mai Tais um, by the ocean. And I just thought, wow, this, you know, I, we forgot about the magic of <laughs> totally. it, you know, because it was empty before. Yeah. And that's a different kind of magic, I guess, but I miss like, seeing people having fun, relaxing, hearing live Hawaiian music. Gosh, I forgot we hadn't even heard that. Yeah. It's like that. It's like that idea of paradise, right? That's like, it's like kind of man-made, but it's, it's special in its own way. You know, like, you know that I don't like Waikiki, like the, you know, being in and around Waikiki just because the crowd, but I do think you're right. Like there is a certain energy, you know, there's like an electricity, like a buzz in Waikiki. Um, and you know, especially surfing and stuff, like it's really fantastic to kind of like look out sometimes and, you know, it's sure there's like a lot of man-made structures and some people aren't into that, but I think there is like a real like majesty to, to it all. Like all those beautiful hotels and like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, you're right. The Hawaiian music and people lounging on the beach. It is like very, um, you know, what you think of as Hawaii, I guess, even if if you don't live here, especially it's like, you really do get that view. And I do, I think, do you think you're right about like the North shore? Um, just kind of getting back to that point about it, it really like changing face, like not even just the beaches, but I feel like the energy, like the vibe, I hate that word, the vibe of the North Shore um, really changes during the summertime um, because I, during the wintertime, especially we get a lot of traveling surfers. Um, so it, it's, you know, people think that the summertime is like the most packed time for the North Shore. And it, it's very, it's very packed during the summertime, but um, there's a different crowd during the wintertime. It's these surfers who are, they're on a mission. Like everything feels like a little more competitive, you know, during the wintertime in like a weird way. Like, especially if you are a surfer, like everyone's trying to like show off a little bit or like, um, mm-hmm. it's, you know, North shore is kind of known as like the proving ground of surfing for a reason. You know, people are trying to do that during the wintertime, but during the summertime, yeah, you're right. It's like a whole different vibe. Like you go to pipeline you know, which is known for being, you know, a surfer expert surfing spot. But then during the summertime, it's actually just a really beautiful bay. Like it's a beautiful beach park that's completely flat. You can go swim out to pipeline and, you know, you can't do that during the wintertime. So I feel like there are some very special um, things you can do only during the summertime. It will be crowded though. Oh man, huge tangent. Here we go. I drove to Wailua uh, with my friend, um, last weekend, and they had recently installed a four-way stop. Um, Where? It is, all right, this is going to be so inside baseball. I'm so sorry if no one understands, but it's when you're coming down the windy road, you know uh-huh. the windy road? Mm-hmm. And um, you know how you get to that one intersection where it's like you can turn right and go towards Paalakai Bakery, or you keep going yeah. straight and you go towards the high school? <gasps> That's stop there? They made it into a four-way stop, and the traffic... Why? If you're trying to leave Wailua, the traffic is backed up past that gas station. Like, it is so bad. And it's especially bad because the Wailua Bridge, which is, like, the only other way to get out of Wailua, has been closed because of the flooding. So the only way to get out of Wailua is this four-way stop, and it looks like a nightmare. Like, we didn't have to deal with it because we are going into Wailua, which was less of a problem. But, yeah, sorry. Huge tangent. But it's crazy to me. I wonder why they even installed it. Was there was there a problem with That's that what, intersection? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was a weird intersection, you know, but, like, 
there it definitely flowed pretty smooth and yeah, it was uh, fine. Yeah, I, I really don't know um, what's up with that. I also don't know. I, <laughs> I also don't know what's up with um, festivals. Another summer uh, staple. Oh my God, your segues are getting better, yeah, you, is what you're trying to say. My segues are getting better. Terrible. Bone <laughs> um, dance. So, it's summertime oh. is notorious for, for bone dance season, and I do love I do love to get the bone on. <laughs> what is a bone dance, cat? Uh, a bone dance is a Japanese um, festival that happens in the summertime, obon season, and it's when you pay respects and honor those have your ancestors who have passed away. And so, you know, um, it's traditionally held at a Buddhist temple on their grounds. They set up a yabudo, which is like this platform, yeah. raised platform, and they'll have. Um, you used to be a taiko drummer. Yeah, I used, well, I wasn't a taiko drummer. I used to play the taiko that's a totally different thing it's like i always say i surf but i hate calling myself a surfer because i feel like that's not my occupation yeah I don't know. you don't want to label surf. yourself but you used to play the taiko drums yes i still do i haven't gone i haven't that's gone back cool. recently but is it is yeah. it a good view from up there you watch them all like well i've never played up there but oh I really I played in festivals oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so pretty cool <laughs> but yeah i really but, like oban festivals um or bond dances, uh, they have a lot of special memories for me. You know, as a kid, you go to a lot. Um, it's a fun thing to do as a child. I also met my girlfriend at the right. uh, Holly Eva bond dance. Um, so you know, and it sucks that last year we didn't we didn't get any, obviously because of COVID. And I mean, it's such a mass gathering event. And then this year, I mean, I'm still unsure as to. I mean, it is like the opposite of social distancing, you know. Um. Especially the yeah. dance. There's a special bond dance that you do around. There's actually multiple dances. Um, and, it, you know, it's such a fun place to, like, get a really authentic experience of, like, Japanese culture. And, like, um, you know, there's sometimes a lot of food stands. And it's just a really great place. Uh, every once in a while, or at least the Holly Evil one, they do a lantern floating ceremony at the end, um, which was really special and nice. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really not sure whether or not uh, we're going to see those festivals in the summertime. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I can't imagine they could even do that with social distancing. Because like you said, I mean, there's that, you know, people dance around that Yagura, right? Yeah. And then there are the food. So I think, you know, the big draw, I feel like, are the food booths. So, um, I mean, if you're visiting Hawaii in the summertime and you happen to be um, here, I mean, Bowen Dance actually is like, Bowen season is all... Through. I think it's all summer. I think it starts in May and it ends in like August. It or ends something. in the last one is in August. Yeah. And it's every weekend, like some place somewhere is having a, a bone dance. Um, and I feel like it's such a great way to, like you said, experience Japanese culture, local Japanese culture. But the food, man. The food is every, good. Yeah. Every temple has their like specialty, like yeah. the ones that are like, specialized in like grilled corn or fried noodles but like this is really what local people eat i feel like yeah um whether you're japanese or not so i yeah i do think that's um that's really sad but i i know um you know, i don't know i mean i just can't imagine they could do it yeah. but i also don't think it could really be done virtually either no i can't imagine um yeah and you know like other um annual festivals like the uh, the ukulele festival for example has gone mm -hmm. digital uh, this summer, they've already made plans to be pretty much fully digital. Um, and they're doing it in kind of an interesting way. You know, instead of just being one weekend, they're kind of doing like a showcase um, throughout the month, I believe. Uh, I wrote an article about it. I'll put it up in the show notes. Um, 
but yeah, so it's kind of interesting to see certain festivals like pivot uh, in that way. Um, is the Merry Monarch? The Merry Monarch isn't. That's the end of spring, isn't it? Um, no. I, well, this year it's going to be. They're going to be in June. It's going to be in June this year. Oh, yeah. interesting. So it'll be interesting to in see June. how how they do it as well. I mean, that's mostly an event that you you view um, you know remotely because it's very hard to to actually get a seat at the Merry Monarch Festival. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how these festivals and performances kind of like up their digital viewing experience. And obviously, Hawaii Magazine, we will be, you know, we'll probably be posting articles about those kinds of things. Uh, I almost forgot about maybe the most important yeah. um, holiday during the summertime. I like to call it a holiday. Because I was, I was taking yeah, you always talk about your birthday. June 19. <laughs> it's right in the middle of the year, man. It's like... Right there, summer solstice, my birthday. Sometimes Father's Day and but, my birthday lines up. That's always weird. What is interesting about this is you talk about your birthday incessantly. I mean, you really do. Yeah. You talk about it all the time. I like to. But then when it comes to like celebrating your birthday, you want to have nothing to do with it. Like you don't even come to the office. You don't want to. No. Nobody can take you out for your birthday. I like always take really off. Weird. Yeah, it is really weird. I don't know. I'm a pretty low-key kind of guy. I don't like people celebrating me, but I like to talk myself up. You tell everyone about your birthday. Why? What do you uh, want from it? Like, what, Do you want people to wish you a happy birthday on your birthday? Like, not really. Want? I just want then people to know. about it? I just want people also, to know. Also, I, re I remember your girlfriend had made a really cute like thing for you, and you had it right on that wall right there on your birthday. Do you remember that? She made you like a like some kind of crafty thing. Did you just get rid of it? Like, I don't know you don't even save it? No, I keep everything. She she makes me a lot of crafty things. Maybe that's why. So anyway, you had it on that wall right there, that blank wall that right I'm here. staring at. Oh, I do remember that. that. Had, you do remember that? I, what do you do with all these things that she gives you? Then? I keep them in a cabinet. In the in the kitchen? In the kitchen cabinet. Okay, well, look, man. My kitchen is 30% of my apartment. There's really not a lot of room. Like... It's, really sad. Yeah, well, you know, you live in a 300-square-foot studio apartment. My kitchen is also my workspace. Um, shoot, what were we talking about? I'm totally lost. I don't lost. know, but I got Summertime. you a gravy boat one year for your birthday. And you know what? I used it for a long time, but then it broke. I dropped it. I apologize. It was a <laughs> You guys wrote the SS Kevin on it, which I thought was pretty funny. I still use Katrina's. No, the SS Who's Kevin. Oh, yeah, that's right, because you guys would always ask Who's Kevin. But now everyone knows Who's Kevin, especially all the people listening. <laughs> Back to summertime. Um, I think another special thing about summer in Hawaii uh, is that we have really long days. The days get really long. I mean, it's like relatively long. Look, that's a lot of fun. My cat's in the background. It was her fir first vet visit today. Oh, my goodness. I was so spooked. Um, Ami. She actually, <laughs> we got to stop going on tangent. But I'm pretty sure she was the one that ruined the podcast last time. So I want to keep her away from your computer. I'm going to keep her away from my computer. You know, I, I do have summer plans. I am not oh, the shit. kind of person. Well, okay. So I'm fully vaccinated. Today, I'm fully vaccinated today. I'm two it's weeks been two past e my second shot. Nice. So I'm yeah, I'm considered fully vaccinated. Yay. So that means I can use our new vaccine passport program what is that? to travel inner island. It starts on... In May, I think May 11th. I forget the date right now. We can put in the show notes. We have a we send you a link to the article. But basically, it's for Kamaaina to be able to travel in our island. Yeah, with so, like no worry, no worry, chicken curry, just go. 
You don't have to take a COVID test as long as you can prove that you were vaccinated in Hawaii. Yeah. I don't know why that's a stipulation. People complain about that stipulation, but I think it's just trying to allow residents to be able to travel in our island first, yeah. which I, you know, I get it because we have family on other islands and I think people don't realize it. It's not easy for us to travel to like, Maui. we can't just like jump on our canoe and yeah. paddle to Maui. I mean, you could. Um, you could, but it'll, it'll, it's not fun and it takes a while. And who has a canoe? Anyway, what I'm saying is I think they just, I think, you know, the governor wants to just allow people to see their families, um, to kind of, you know, just travel around now before it sort of opens up and everything is like, is nuts. And I, you know, I mean, I, I respect that. I mean, I obviously I'm going to respect that. I'm Kama Aina, but like, I've been really hesitant to travel and we haven't traveled um, as a company either. And, you know, I see all these people like coming to Hawaii and I'm thinking, man, like I'm not even ready to jump on a plane yet and I go know. anywhere. Still pretty um, sketched. Yeah. But I am, I did make plans. I oh. am going to the big island. Nice. Hawaii Island in August. Do you have um, family because, there? Huh? Do you have family there? Or is I it? I do. I have family there, but that's not why I'm going. Oh. oh man, I just like announced that I was going to the Big Island and I wasn't going to see my family. That's okay. That's okay. I'm just going for like a like two days, and the only reason I'm going is because my son is obsessed with volcanoes right now, oh, or that's... he's obsessed with the idea of volcanoes. Yeah. And when I told him that we do have a volcano here that's erupting, actively erupting, he kind of like lost his mind. Dude, that's awesome. So yeah, so I thought we would just go and like drive down to Hawaii Volcanoes National Park and let them see the volcano and And there's a lava lake right now in um Halemaumau crater, yeah. Yeah, yeah that that's yeah. super fun. Yeah, it's good that it started right? erupting again. Is that his new thing right now, volcanoes? No, but I mean I, I was explaining to him, you know, he like what Cocoa Head and Cocoa Crater are, you know, they're calderas and that there was an eruption and he thinks it happened when he was a baby and he doesn't remember it. But I'm like, no, it was like when the earth was a baby, like it was a long time ago. Um, so he's kind of fascinated by like these like formations, these huge mountains. Oh, that's cool. Um, and we've been reading about volcanoes. And then when I told him we had an active volcano, yeah, he kind of was like, what? <laughs> like here? And then he thought like, should we not like, are we going to die? And I was like, no, we're not going to die. People but, thought that for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. When it was, and you aren't you like a geology minor? Didn't you minor? No, in I was majoring in geology at UH, but then I decided it was too difficult, like the oh, prerequisites, all the organic chemistry and calculus requirements. So I just stayed in. I was double majoring geology and English. Oh, I see. I, I see. That's just um, but but I was specializing in volcanology. Like if I oh, was wow. going to finish my the program, it would have been in volcanology. That's cool. Yeah. That's a cool degree title to have. I also have some no, plans. No, oh, go what's ahead. a cooler degree? You could be a catastrophicist. Oh man, that is a cool degree. Right. That's a cool name. I feel like that's a weak one. Oh, catastrophicist. Dang, that's cool. Oh, gotta, well. gotta go back to school. I have summer plans. That's kind of what this podcast has become. You're kind of a catastrophicist when it comes to podcasts. What are you talking about? I'm trying to keep it on track. I'm talking about summer. Uh, I'm going to uh, Mexico for a little bit during the summertime for one week. So you say, and you haven't put in your request for vacation. It's the I end of August. It. It's like four months away. I'm going in the end of August. Oh, are yeah, you? Like, you? Yeah, what's going to happen to Boy Magazine? It's like, going on summer vacation. Oh, my God. Ah, <laughs> oh, shucks. Okay. Um, last thing I want to talk about, summertime. Do you have any summer cuisines? Any summer Fruits, anything you like to eat in summertime specifically? I know it's like mango season, so that's pretty big. 
I think mango season is like the biggest, yeah. right? Like, cause mangoes are so, I mean, I think a lot of people who grew up here remember having a mango tree in their backyard and just having memories of eating mango, like right off the tree. Or, it's the best. Um, or like you yeah. get like an auntie coming down the street and she's got a box full of mangoes because her tree has yeah. too many mangoes. Like you, right. mango trees produce an insane amount of mangoes. Like um, if you don't have neighbors to give them away to, they're just going to rot on the ground. Like that's just how it is. But um, yeah. yeah, mangoes are fantastic. You're allergic, so to the I am. to the we cut, sap. We cut down our mango tree. I used <gasps> to have no to, to the I know to the flowers. That and, sucks. Um, you cut down your mango tree? No, I mean not personally. My dad did. I know, but like, man, mangoes. I have avocado trees now. I mean, that's awesome. that's like and a gold mine. These are also these are also summer. Yes, I should sell them. These are also because they're right now they're. They are um, flowering right now. Also, what I did last year in the summer is um, strawberry guavas are in season. And oh. strawberry guavas are an invasive plant in Hawaii. They're kind of a problematic plant because they'll compete for in the forest for, you know, native species and whatever. Anyway, it's a, it's a trickle-down effect. But, um, but strawberry guavas are, they're really tiny, tiny fruit. They're like red or yellow. And people, you'll see it often in like, people make jams out of them oh interesting i feel like i mean you can just eat it but it's full of seeds Mm. and last year i don't know what i was thinking i guess i had covid brain and had nothing better to do yeah i went and i harvested a bunch like pounds of strawberry guavas from like trails hiking trails that i'm on and um i turned that into jam how did that come out good but it's like a total bitch to make because you have to they're small you uh-huh. have to cut them up and then de-seed them kind of and then you yeah wow you did have co- you had covid man you had that covid energy yeah. for a little bit i don't know and and then i was like cookie you have to cook it on the stove you have to reduce it down and add some pectin and whatever and make jam but i made like jars of it and just gave it away <sighs> and people loved it so that's another seasonal fruit. yeah that's a seasonal produce you can you can make so, I'm gonna do that again though. That sounds like a lot of work. I'm excited about mango. I I was at Kanevai Park um, in Manoa. I I saw some guys picking oranges with a mango. Dude, it's like a there's like a tree in Kanevai Park that just had oranges and they were picking oranges. Yeah, they had like a but they had a mango picker. For a second I was like, oh shoot, are they picking mango? But then I realized it wasn't mango season yet. The only problem is that I don't know anyone with a mango tree in like oh. in immediate vicinity of me so i have no and mangoes are not like super cheap so i have no i have no access to mango did yeah, anyone there's season too by the way do you like lychee oh i do like lychee they I, they got big seeds i'm not a huge fan of that but man i do remember climbing my friend's lychee tree and like picking the lychee straight off and eating it that's how much of a little monkey so i was basically you don't you don't know anybody with a lychee tree, a mango tree. That's what happens when you live in town and you live in an apartment. I guess so. I don't know a lot of people with houses or yards. Who is a yard aside from you, Kat? Two avocado trees. <laughs> Gosh dang. You're just living on a... You can sell those for... Man, all right, I don't want... We're not going to get into it. Avocados are so expensive here. At Foodland, it's like $4 for one little avocado, like like this big, maybe. I know. Like this big. I know. They're terrible. You're going to go to Mexico and you're going to eat all the avocados you could ever imagine. I'm not going to eat. I'm just going to surf the whole time. Not even going to, not even going to sleep. Just surf the whole time. All right. We wasted enough time <laughs> talking about summer. <laughs> um, that's what summer is about. It's about cruising. It's about wasting some time. I hope 
Hope we all see you guys here in the summertime again as, you know, travel once again starts to reopen. I think summer is really one of the best seasons to visit Hawaii. Uh, hopefully, hopefully you uh, took that from the conversations we just had. Uh, but it, it really is a great time to visit. I mean, the days are long and the weather is gorgeous. Diamond Head kind of looks really brown, so that's not as pretty. But um, it's it's a really special season. Um, okay. I'm going to do the end of podcast shout outs. Uh, you can, sorry, Kat, did you have something to say? Nope. Okay. You can follow us um, on all of our social media platforms at Hawaii Magazine. You can find all of our summer related Hawaii Magazine content as well as all of our other kinds of content at HawaiiMagazine.com. If you're listening to this podcast um, on Facebook or on Spotify or wherever you get the podcast, just know that on our website, we also have our podcast show notes. So when we, when we say, hey, I'm going to put this in the show notes, uh, that's where you can find it. Those links, uh, helpful information, stuff like that. Um, you can always buy Hawaii-related items from our Shopify account. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. And please, please, please remember to like and subscribe um, because that's how we know that you guys yeah. like the podcast and that's how we that's how other people can know that you like the podcast, like per- potential advertisers and stuff like that. So if you could do that for us, that would be fantastic. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. And we hope you all have a great day, great weekend, great summer. Mahalo. Bye-bye. Bye.